guys. Welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson, episode two in our macro management series. And I wanted to create a little bit of a case study, as I mentioned, Adam, and then we'll, we'll start looking at protein as the first macronutrient. So let's say you have a, a female competitor, bikini competitor. You think her best contest weight is going to be around 115. She's coming to you, let's say 130. So let's let's just assume with the kind of algorithms and formulas we talked about last time that we would say, okay, her, her calorie needs could be somewhere between 1,150 calories, 1,300 calories, but we know she's going to be training hard and so forth, and she's got more lean body mass activity. So her, her metabolic rate, she's probably up in the 16, 17, 1,800 calories. You know, that may be where she was maintaining. So we're going we're gonna to then say, you know, the calorie deficit that we want assuming, as you mentioned last time, Adam, that we may not want to start super low, give her a little bit of a transition. Let's say we're going to start her at 1500 calories. So 130, 135 pounds, trying to get down to 115-ish, starting out at 1500 calories. Where would you put her protein? Yeah. So depending on her body type, if she was lean enough last season, let's say she's, um, maybe a little bit of an ectomorph, I might actually put her right at 130. Um, give her about 15 gram of protein buffer. Um, if she has a slower metabolism, I might put her right at 115, try to spare the rest for carbohydrates and then fill in the rest of those calories with fat. But I, it really does depend on the body type of that person. This is where um, you know, this person's just coming to us. We look at previous photos. Um, I also like to hear a little bit about previous preps as well. Um, was this person grinding and, you know, maybe eating 800, 900 calories a day for weeks? Um, have they even recovered from that prep? So these are questions that I just like to ask before even taking a client like this on because we're, we're already digging pretty deep with our first move, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And you going for somewhere right around body weight uh, with your protein. I've, I've reverse engineered that in, in all kinds of scenarios to see, because that's just kind of an old, you know, magazine article kind of way of doing it, like one gram per pound of body weight or two grams or 1.5. Those really never had that much of a basis in, in research. But when you look at the RDA, so if I started and said, okay, at 130 or so pounds, let's you know, put that into kilograms, then then 0.8 kilogram or 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram body weight. You know, we would see that the RDA for her is somewhere in the 40s. You know, for protein, maybe maybe 50 grams, two times the RDA, which is where most science organizations agree is the better place. You know, for actually thriving, not just maintaining life, but but actually you know a good level. So now we're at about 100 grams. You could go all the way up to three times the RDA which gets us pretty close to where you are, actually actually, probably almost identical. And that's where most research shows is the maximum ceiling for covering anybody who is kind of an outlier, they, they're an ectomorph, they're dieting hard, they're training hard. And so two, two times the RDA is kind of that, that basement level where you, you know you're getting enough, but you could, you know, some people could do better at three times. So again, just another way to double check against research and standards and instead of just, you know, pulling numbers out of the air. But uh, but I agree with with the scenario that, that we talked about in, in the uh, 
uh, you know, all the variables, that, that that's that's a really good level that it that is moderate to high. And and I think that would be perfectly appropriate. You don't see a lot of people going under a hundred grams, but it, it does happen with us. And uh, that that's something good to probably talk about. And uh, do you feel when we do that with clients, um, you feel like you're doing something that's culturally wrong in comparison to what everyone else is doing. But from a research standpoint, it definitely holds merit. Um, but I always sometimes feel like when I take someone under 100 grams, no matter their height or body weight, um, you're going to get that email back like, I'm leaving the team because I've never seen another diet go under 100 grams of protein. Well, you know, I have a client right now who in her off season, she's not even 100 pounds. And so at her best body weight, she's around 85. And, yep. and I too, I'm like, okay, here's how much food you need. And and she started gaining weight. And I, and I had to back up and say, well, wait a second. She's only, you know, 90 pounds. Of course, she doesn't need this many calories or this much protein. So, uh, you know, it, yeah, I mean, we definitely have to avoid some of those just you know, cultural bro myth kind of things and say, hey, we can experiment. We can we can take you a little higher, see how you feel. If you have access to body comp scans, you know, in body decks or anything, let's let's see if we can get any any short term movement here. But but that would be exactly how, you know, we would implement at least a, a good protein recommendation. And in the next two episodes, we're gonna go through through carbs and fat. So we will see you next time in Contest Prep University.